Welcome to the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. Our voices, our views, our generation. Let's conversate. Hello and good afternoon everybody today on this another installment of the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. On Monday, April 25th, 2022. Hard to believe this is the last Monday of this month and will be in May very, very shortly this upcoming Sunday. This past weekend was magnificent. The weather here was 82 degrees Saturday, sunny. I wore my shorts and my sandals for the first time this year. Yesterday was 68, 69 degrees. It rained the first part of the day, but after it stopped raining, beautiful day. Even today is like in the 50s, cloudy, but not bad. But still, this weekend was magnificent. And just to give you a little taste and a little preview of what our upcoming late spring and summer will look like, which I can forward to definitely getting out there, enjoying this warm weather this time of year and doing activities that everyone likes to do. So, to kick off the show today, I want to, uh, first of all, talk about the recent results of the uh, city of Milwaukee mayor race, or mayor election, I should say, that occurred recently, this earliest month in May, April, um, April 5th. And first of all, I want to give congratulations to Cavalier Johnson, who first elected black mayor the city of Milwaukee. And uh, he also got an, uh, sworn in officially April 13th at the ceremony at the Milwaukee Harley-Davidson Museum. A um, bunch of dignitaries and elected officials in Milwaukee and state were there, like U.S. Congresswoman Gwen Moore, County Executive David Crowley, Governor Tony Evers, and a bunch of other people that were there were at the ceremony. And um, from what I saw in the pictures, it was a great ceremony. And uh, like I said, congratulations to Cavalier Johnson again. Uh, he beat, Don- like I said, Bob Donovan in the uh, April 5th election with a very comfortable margin, to say the least. I didn't expect it to be super tight. I was disappointed that the turnout for the, the mayor race was very, very low. Uh, even the primary was very low, too, in February. I voted in both elections. I always vote in all my elections. And every election, I think, is important, not only to vote for president, but to vote for your mayor, your alderman, or alderwoman, or common council, to vote for your um, school board members. All those elections are important because politics actually is more local than it's national or internationally. What affects you locally affects you more immediately locally than it does on a national level. But that's another conversation right there. So the next thing I want to talk about, too, is that um, the challenges that Cavalier Johnson is going to face in his uh, being elected mayor and to serve out the final two years of Tom Barrett's term before he runs again for re-election in two years from now, 2024, one of the couple of things he's going to be facing is about trying to improve neighborhoods in the city to make, uh, increase or attract good-paying jobs, families that stayed in jobs. Milwaukee is changing and growing but the main thing, I think the biggest thing he needs to work on, if him or Bob Don, whoever got elected to mayor, we had to face his issue with reckless driving, which has went run rapid since the beginning of this virus back in 2020. It was even wor- bad before that, but it got, it's gotten even worse the last couple of years. And also carjackings and also homicides. You have to make, t- I think the most important thing to adra- attracting companies or big corporations into a city or to area that you're in is that you have to make sure that is safe. They want to make sure they feel safe where they're company and for the employees and there's a safe environment for them to grow and see that they can grow in. So I think getting a handle on crime is going to be huge. To get a handle on crime, everything else will take care of itself. He's also talking about doing more community policing, having community like police, police officers involved in the community, which I think is important because if the police officers know, if the community knows their police officers and the police officers know the community that they're serving, it's a lot better overall for everybody. So you won't feel like you're, uh, you feel like you're not being, that you fear the police or the police officers fear the community or uh, citizens that they're serving. 
I think it's, it's got to be a partnership for it to be effective and for it to work. Because critics are saying that they think that Cavalier Johnson is not going to do any major changes and it's going to be the same status quo as it was when Tom Baer was mayor before he left and took the position in, the position in Luxembourg being ambassador. My personal opinion is that we have to give Chevy Johnson at least more than this. He has been elected mayor just not even full two weeks now, or actually three weeks, I should say. Give him, I would say we give him for this two-year this two-year term that he has. After the two years, if things just do not significantly change, or if things don't start going into moving the needle into a direction where it's going to get better and you can see some substantive change, then we have opportunity to elect someone else in that role for a full four-year term that we feel as a community and as a citizens that is going to do better than he did. So I think, like I said, give him the full two years, see how things go. If things start to get better and things really improve, you can see an improvement in crime going down, the deduction of crime, improvement of even more jobs being added, infrastructure also to deal with the uh, lateral issue is another big issue that's been, that needs to be taken care of, should have been taken care of, but needs to be taken care of now. Then I believe we can. He should be reelected for another term. But if he doesn't do it, then then he's he's going to be subject to maybe not being reelected. But I wish him the best, and um, congratulations to him again. And I hope that he um, he does do well and he does make some changes, significant changes for not only for all the community but the black community, but everyone in general. During the next two years, he's uh, serving out as mayor. So another thing I want to get to my last topic for this episode today was to talk about the results of the two national title games for the men's and women's national title game. So in the women's, first of all, congratulations to the University of South Carolina women team and the University of Kansas Jayhawks men's basketball team are winning their national title games. A Sunday, April 3rd, South Carolina beat um, UConn 64-49, and South Carolina has won their second national title, and it's Dawn Staley, who's done a great job with the program since he's been head coach. And um, South Carolina was number one. And as they were number one just about the whole season on the women's side, so it wasn't surprising they won, that they won this uh, title game. Now, UConn, was, this is their first time since Gino Armanero has been head coach that they lost in a title game. So they were like 11 or 12-0 and 0 or something like that in title game appearances up until now. So get, tip your head off to UConn. They had another great season, but came up a little short. But South Carolina was, I think, was the better team. And, um, you know, they have a little dynasty going on in that program. And I, I continue them to have, see them have a limited success with Don Staley as head coach. On the men's side, Kansas beat North Carolina 72. 69, and uh, this is Bill Seff's second national title being head coach of Kansas. Congratulations to them again. Tipped the hat off to them and winning it. They came back from being down 16 points. The biggest deficit for uh, April 4th, may I say, that was the biggest deficit that anybody in any championship game had to come back from to win. And, um, you know, Kansas had a great season. Uh, they fought. They were resilient. It was a great game, great finish. Uh, too bad North Carolina lost. I see Carolina being back in this position because they have a very young team. Hubert Davis, being his first year as head coach, did a great job getting them to the title game. Kansas will be great because they have a well-known established program for many, many, many years, and they will they will be able to essence to reload. They might not be as quite as next year. They might reload, but they might they're in a tough Big Twelve conference. But I see them getting back to the tournament next year. Definitely, I don't know about title game, but I think they'll be back. I see Carolina and Duke and Gonzaga's being three of the teams I think that could be potentially in the Final Four for next season for college basketball. But um, like I said, congratulations again to Kansas, to Bill Self for winning a, a second national title, and I'm um, coming back from that big deficit to do it, which is amazing, and it shows a lot of perseverance and uh, determination and desire. So, as I end off this show today, I wanted to, um, first of all, let everybody know, if anyone out there can listen, please hit the like or subscribe button on Spotify, Apple, 
Google Podcasts, anywhere that you can get a podcast, hit the add or like, add or, add or like subscribe. Sorry, hit the add or subscribe button for my show. I really appreciate all the support I can get from everybody out there. And until then, until we talk again next time, everyone out there, be safe, keep it classy, and enjoy yourself. I'm out.